Hebrews 13, 17 reads, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Hello, and welcome back to Think This Way. This is the podcast of Faith Bible Church, and as always, I am one of the pastor elders here. My name is Bryce, and not as always, but as this quarter, we are focused on the local church. And so we started this quarterly focus on our podcast last week. This will run through October, November, and December. I've been doing a lot of reading, thinking, praying, Bible reading, just everything, pointing toward the local church, and I'm grateful to have this focus. It's been really shaping even for me as I've been thinking through things, and I hope it will be helpful for the whole body as we think about the local church and not take it for granted, the local church that we are a part of. Today we're talking about church involvement and church membership, and I've titled this episode, Don't Be a Bench Warmer. So we are still talking about, in a sense, the nature of the local church, what the Little C Church is. Next week, Lord willing, I'll have Andrew Walden on, and we'll be talking about a lot of things that will overlap with what we're talking about today, church involvement, church membership, the importance of the local church. But I want to focus just on those two things, involvement and especially membership today. So let's begin with involvement here. In every church and I think this is true, although I've not been to every church, but I can speak of it here, and almost certainly this applies to every church. In every church, there are what I would call satellites. Satellites that orbit around the local church. These are people or couples who come to church somewhat regularly and even are beloved by people who are here, but they never exactly land. Maybe maybe that's where you're at. You're in the church. You, If someone asks where to go to church, you'd say Faith Bible Church or wherever you are. Um, but you're not deeply connected in the church. You kind of orbit on the outside. You're not super attached. If you were to leave and go to another church, it wouldn't be the most difficult to do. So this is your church, but you haven't landed. You're a satellite. You're orbiting around. You'll be at some events. You don't tend to develop deep, deep relationships in the local church. For some people, that may just be a matter of skill. Like, you might be wondering, how do I even get plugged into a local church? And in your case, it's simply a matter of learning in your local church, what are the good ways to plug in? So at Faith Bible Church, probably the single best way to plug in, if you're really wanting to plug in, is join a small group. And beyond that, in your small group, meet with people in your small group, make it a point to pray for people in your small group, get involved in the messiness of other people's lives. There's too many people in the local church to do that with everyone, so it can be paralyzing. If you join a small group, you now have a handful or a few handfuls, depending on which small group, but a handful of people where you can focus your efforts on, okay, I'm going to plug into these people's lives, know what's going on in their lives, serve them, be known by them, and you're plugged in. And from there, you can get involved in ministries and all kinds of other things, but that's often where it starts. So some people are satellites because they don't know how to land on the local church. But I think there's also many people who have underlying attitudes, ways of thinking, 
that prevent them from really landing in the local church? It could be being burned in a previous church. I've had that, or I've talked to someone, and that's made it difficult for them to land. Or it could just be your view of the local church and how important it is. You have other things going on in your life. You don't want to busy up your schedule with church stuff because you're doing other, even other important things, raising a family, working, whatever. So there can be other underlying issues. Whatever the case is, my experience has been those who satellite around the church and do not land, they run out of fuel. They rarely ever flourish. Usually marriages struggle, individuals struggle, they run into hard things, they don't have somewhere to turn, they don't have a great support system because they've been floating around the church and not landed on it. I've probably, can I, do I even say probably? I don't think I've ever met someone in my life who is really flourishing as a Christian where I would say that's who I want to become like, who is not deeply involved in the local church. And there are exceptions where someone's out as a missionary, Maybe there's not even a local church there yet. I get it. That's not your situation. So involvement in the local church, don't be a satellite. It will really hurt you in the end. If you need biblical backing for what I'm saying here, let me give you Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. This is a command that is given. Let us do this. It's a command to us, believers. Notice the issue of satellites is not unique to our day. It was common apparently also when the book of Hebrews was written. He says, let's not neglect to meet together as is the habit of some. Even then in the early church, which we think, oh, the pristine early church. If only we could be like the early church. <laughs> they had their problems too. And one of their problems was just like us, for whatever reason, some people neglecting to meet together regularly. This is actually in Hebrews 10, in the context of us persevering as Christians and not apostatizing and falling away. So right before, in verse 23, quote, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And then it jumps right into, let's consider how to stir up one another and not stop meeting together. So he's saying, let's hold fast our confession. Let's make sure we're genuine Christians. We're going to be faithful to the end. And one of the ways we do that is by not neglecting to meet together with others, but encouraging them, stirring one another up. And then even more scary than that is immediately after this passage in verse 26, for if we go on sinning deliberately, etc., etc., that's talking about someone who's in the community, almost certainly a satellite in the community, and then draws away, neglects meeting, turns to some sin, turns away from the fellowship, and proves that they were not a believer. So even a matter like assurance, to really know that you are a believer, and perseverance, to persevere faithfully to the end, these things require that you land what is it, the satellite, that you land whatever it is that's orbiting around the church. You've got to land it on the church. It's very significant. So that's involvement. So let me just encourage every believer, let's make the local church a priority, like we'll talk about next week with Andrew, so much so that we are quite clearly externally involved 
in the church. And that might begin with small group for you. Small group's not a command from the Lord. I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm saying you've got to be involved. And here, small group's probably a good way to start. Maybe you can find another way. What really matters is you've got to be involved. That's the command. You can't stop meeting together. You have to stir up others to love and good deeds. So you have to be involved in the local church. That's involvement more generally. I now want to focus in on a part of our involvement in the local church, membership. Church membership. You might have wondered why we started this episode with Hebrews 13, 17 about obeying leaders and submitting to them. And then we haven't talked about that yet. It's because church membership is not something specifically commanded in the New Testament, but it is something assumed for us to do other things that the New Testament commands that we do. So Hebrews 13, 17, where it is commanding us to submit to leadership in the church, assumes that you know who your church leaders are. And the fact that they will have to give an account for you assumes that they know who the believers under their care and authority are. And probably in the early church, it was a non-issue. I mean, Christianity was just beginning to spread, so you had one or at most just a small number of churches in any given location. So the leaders or the elders in that church, they're your elders, and you are their flock. They're caring for you. But our church is located on a road, Oak Hill Road, that has, I think someone counted, 14 churches. And it's not at all uncommon for people to visit churches, especially if they're trying to decide where they're going to attend permanently. They go and they visit churches because there's a lot of churches. So if people come and go from churches today, how will we elders at Faith Bible Church know the people for whom we have to give an account? Do we have to give an account for people who visit one time, two times, three times? And if you visited several churches, are you under the authority of all the elders of all those churches? No, you are not. So local church membership, although you don't find that wording in the New Testament, it's assumed that a person, probably at their baptism, just becomes a part of a local church. It's necessary for us to keep the other commands of Scripture. We have to be. And so what we do in our context, which, again, was probably not necessary in the early church, but it is in ours, is we do church membership. Church membership is where you say, there are a lot of churches everywhere, but this is the church I'm committing to. I'm going to use my gifts and abilities here. You can serve, of course, anywhere, everywhere under God's heaven, but this is the local church that I will be accountable to. This is where my membership will be. The leadership in this church I am submitting to and obeying, like Hebrews 13 says, it's this church. So you become a member of one individual church, and that lets the leadership know this is someone for whom we must give an account. The process of what church membership looks like here at Faith Bible, just so you're aware, is we do require someone who started coming to this church to go through the newcomers class. That is a 9 a.m. class for 13 weeks. We hold it twice a year. It always happens on the second and the fourth quarter of the year. So March, April, May, October, November, December, there will always be a newcomers class somewhere in the building, 9 a.m. 
We require that you go to that newcomer's class. It's a great overview of the Christian life, but it also presents for you what we believe as a church, some of our distinctives, who we are, so that you know, is this a church you want to plug into, commit into, to be a member here? So you go through the newcomer's class for three months. Then you fill out an application, which will be in your newcomer's folder. You can also get one from the secretary or from any elder. You get an application. You fill it out. One of the elders meets with you once you've turned in your application. One of the elders meets with you for an interview. If they have any questions about your application, they're just looking for genuine evidences of salvation, asking if you understand our statement of faith and what it means to work in harmony with our beliefs. And then finally, uh, a public welcome where we bring you up to the front. You don't have to say much, but we bring you up to the front on a Sunday morning, usually with others who are becoming members as well. We ask you three membership questions about your willingness to work in harmony with the church. And if you say yes to those, then we bring you in as a member. So that's the process here. Since the newcomers class happens every three months, anyone who comes to Faith Bible Church could theoretically become a member within three to six months, depending on when you come here. And that's probably a good time frame. We really encourage, or a year, you know, we just encourage. We're not trying to rush anyone. But church membership today, in our context, is an indicator of church involvement. They're not identical. But to become a church member indicates, I'm connected here. I'm going to be involved here. Church membership also opens up for you some privileges that you do not have if you're not a member So you can attend Faith Bible and uh, receive so many benefits here. It's not like there's a desire to drive you away or anything like that. But there are some privileges reserved for members. For example, certain leadership or teaching positions in the church will never go to non-members. And a part of that is because what membership signifies is that we as a local body, the believers here, the other members, including the leadership, We are pointing at a person and saying, this is what a Christian looks like to the world. This is what a Christian looks like. And so if we haven't pointed at you to say that, it doesn't mean we don't think you're a believer. You well might be a believer, even a very solid believer, but we've not made that indication. You've not committed in and we've not committed into you at that level. Then we're going to save some of the leadership or teaching roles for those who are church members. Also, church discipline The later stages of church discipline, the safety net that we'll talk about on a later episode of this podcast, is reserved only for church members. When Jesus says, if someone's not listening and you've worked through the process of confronting them over their sin and eventually it gets to the place where you bring it before the church, that might seem a scary thing. Most Christians will never experience that. But that is a safety net for me, for the leadership here, for everyone who's a member here to protect us from ourselves and from the hardening effects of sin that Jesus commanded in Matthew 18 to deliver us from going down a very dark, evil road. And so church discipline is something that's only available to church members. We don't practice those later stages of discipline on someone who's not a member. There's also voting that we do at times if you look at our constitution. For example, this very Sunday, we will be voting on bringing in Bob Walther as a new elder. So the elders here have said this is someone we'd like to bring in as a new elder, but we vote on those kinds of leadership decisions and other decisions. 
If you want to vote, you've got to be a member of the church. So certain roles and privileges are just for church members because, again, we're not trying to be all exclusive, but it's just telling us if you become a member that this is your church. And we don't really know that otherwise. And it's hard for us as leaders to know who we're responsible for. It's hard for you to know if you need to submit to us as leaders unless you commit in and say, this is the church that I am a part of. In the past, you might not thought much of church involvement. Maybe you are a satellite just flying in circles or in an orbital shape around the local church, but not landing here. It might be that you've not even heard of church membership, or maybe you've just been delaying becoming a member of the church for one reason or another. Whatever the case may be, whatever you thought in the past, may God help us all now by his grace to think this way. 